Hey guys, this is the first episode of Hijabi's Drink Coffee 2, and my name is Falza Farouk, I'm 16, and this is my new podcast. Um, I'm going to be in 11th grade in August, and I'm a Pakistani American. I was born in the US, and I've lived here since I was 13, until I moved to Pakistan for three years. And now I'm back. I moved back this year. So that's fun. Um, the purpose of this podcast um, is to kind of like build a society, um, build a kind of a community of people, of Muslims and non-Muslims, and, you know, people who just want to learn about our faith. And not only that, but my experiences, because this is not just going to be about me as a hijabi but you know being a hijabi kind of kind of like comes into everything that happens because i wear it on my head so um the reason i named this hijabis drink coffee too is because i guess this is i guess it's a statement that says that we're humans like we drink coffee too where we as hijabis drink coffee too we do everything everyone else does and it's not unusual it's normal for us to do things and i kind of i kind of wanted this um podcast to be kind of authentic in the sense where it's like raw and it's just me talking and you're listening and we're learning together i wanted to talk about why i wore hijab in the first place um it was because it was something that was always taught to me, it was kind of manifested inside of me. I went to an Islamic school for like eight, nine years, like from pre-K up until sixth grade. And it was something that we were just, we did as our uniform. And it wasn't as if like when we were kids, we didn't have to wear it or it would just fall off or like things like that. And it wasn't, we weren't um, penalized for it or anything like that. And as we grew up, we still wore it. And so when I left that school in seventh grade, it was just something that was natural to me, something that I felt like I had to do. And at that point, going to a school where there were a lot of different people, not only Muslims, not where there was a bubble that was around me, there was a safe bubble that I knew that everyone around me, they were the same. Now people were different when I went to a new school, in a public school, and the reason why I wore it then, I felt like it was, it was my identity, it was something that I wasn't afraid of, it was something, it was a sense of pride, you know, that I'm here, I'm Muslim, and in your face, you know, (laughs) like, here you go, um, there is actually something funny that happened, um, in school one time, my, one of my friends, We were in science and she was sitting next to me and she asked me, do you need a ride? And just randomly she asked me, do I need a ride? I thought she meant like need a ride from school. I was like, no, like I take the bus home. And she was like, no, no. Do you need a ride to church? I guess maybe they were having an event at their local church and I didn't know. And I was like, hold on, (laughs) no. And my other friend was standing there. She was like, um, bro, she wears the hijab. You can't tell she's Muslim. So, you know, 
through those kind of people. Not that she, you know, she was unaware that people who wear hijab are also Muslim. It's part of their faith. Um, going uh, further, you know, about that, like, I wanted to talk about hijab in Islam. For people who don't know, you know, hijab is commanded to us in the Quran. It's something that we have to do. But, you know, a lot of girls, women, don't do it. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's a choice. It's a choice that everyone makes based on their, their, their level of faith and how they think Allah will judge them. You know, I could be wearing hijab and not be praying five times a day, or she could not be wearing hijab and be praying five times a day our intentions it's what we do Allah doesn't judge you know Allah judges judges us equally and you know it's it's not something for us to judge because you could be the person judging someone like for example I wear hijab okay and it's my intention how I wear it and Allah knows my intention no one else knows my intention but this other girl is gonna go around and talk about how I wear jeans on their level of faith like you don't know that so coming back to what I was saying about how like I went to um public school after um private school like Islamic school for like nine eight years so at the earliest it was like one of my earliest memories of actually having, you know, a difficult time wearing the hijab. So I had um, journalism as an elective. And I remember having it early in the morning and I would have to go run to class and stuff. And I would run across the hallway and it was always at the end, end of the building. like, And it would be outside in a trailer. And we used to have... Because it was a journalism class and we were supposed to write the newspaper. A lot of, you know, debates came about the election that was supposed to happen. And at that time it was like between President Trump and Hillary Clinton. And a lot of people argued about that subject. And because it was a journalism class, we were supposed to write um, an article for the newspaper there were two boys in my class that were 8th graders and they were going to write an article about President Trump and the election that was happening, not only President Trump, but you know, the election as a whole and the results and it was basically about their prediction of the outcome and so I wrote an article too, it was an article it was a short story, it was supposed to be like, you know added features (laughs) to the newspaper, but there were like 3 short stories and, um, like, the people who wrote short stories, like, me and, like, two other girls, we worked together to help each other, and once everyone was, like, done their article, we were supposed to turn it in to our teacher, and she made a little pile of all the articles on her desk, and one morning, we had to come and pick up the article, any article, a random article from the pile of articles sitting on her desk, and coincidentally me being the muslim you know controversial person in the class i coincidentally get in the article about the elections all right and now i'm reading this article and i'm like 
this is very biased and our teacher was strict about no bias like just state the facts no opinions like you know just state what it what is there like don't go further from that and i remember reading this article about the elections and i was just like whoa this is super biased like this is biased and they're supporting trump all the way forget about all the statistics like they were just talking about how trump is gonna win the elections like forget about hillary trump is gonna win the elections guys that's it at that time we didn't know that he was gonna end up winning anyways but so i went to my teacher because it was a long ass article okay it was really long it was like several pages and i would i'd skim through it the first time and i was like oh my god this is like so biased so I went to my teacher and she was, I, I asked her to read it and, you know, if I'm right, is like, if, if, is it just me because I'm Muslim, I have, you know, I'm already biased that towards, you know, Hillary. So just to make sure, I went to my teacher and I asked her that I feel this is biased, like this article, the entire article is biased and I think that they should change it you know, and she read it, and she was like, yes, I agree with you, and with her red, bright red pen, she decided that she was gonna change the article, and write on the thing that, no, that you have to change it, okay, and so I end up handing the article to my teacher, and I give it to her, and then, like, the next day or something, the boy... I think, like, one of the boys wasn't there, <laughs> one of the boys, <laughs> one of the boys were there, and, um, for example, let's just say his name was, like, Jacob, okay, so Jacob comes up to me, and he's like, hey, um, I saw you reviewed my article, and, um, do you have it, because I don't have the hard copy of it that you reviewed, and I was like, no, I gave it to the teacher because she, you know, marked it with her red pen that, you know, you need to change it. And he was like, okay. And so I guess maybe he asked the teacher or something. But the next day he comes up to me again and he's like, can you please check? And so I check myself. And I was like, no, bro, it's not here. And he comes again the next day. And he's like, are you sure it's not there? So the second time he comes up to me, I'm like, you know what, here's my folder. I had a journalism folder. It's like, here's the folder. Go through it in front of me and have the self-satisfaction that I do not have it, okay? And so I had him check the entire thing. Um, and he, you know, he was like, okay, okay. He went back to see. Now, after the semester was over, like a couple months later... Um, I had lunch, sea lunch or something, and we had to assign seats. And we would have that assigned, like, those seats for a month. So basically for a month, we chose our seats, and that's where we had to sit for the entire month. And basically, the reason that they did that was because each day, like, our our um, turns would rotate. One person would have to sweep the, the floor like around the table that we sat at and one person would have to take um, a wet towel and clean up the tables because we used to have consecutive lunches, like four lunches. 
and so we were like one of the last lunches i think we were like c lunch there's a b and c so we were c lunch um and also um we sat with the eighth graders in the cafeteria and like i remember like tables one to six were our tables like where seventh graders could sit and like i think it was six to like ten or something i don't remember how many tables there were but they were like for the eighth graders so we sat at one of like the last tables for seventh graders like i think we sat at like the like table six or whatever and um that day there was a a table across from us there were a bunch of eighth grade boys like they the entire table it was a huge table like a huge rectangular table all of them were like messing around throwing food they were they were starting like they started clapping out of nowhere and that was something that happened at my school all the time someone started clapping and then there was like a domino effect and everyone started clapping so before that started the teacher decided to separate them and so she separated the table and half of the table of boys came and sat next to me and my friends so there was a random boy sitting to the left of me. I didn't know who he was, but, you know, they were just sitting there. And one of the boys was from my journalism class. And he was sitting, like, in front of me, but, like, across, like, my in front of me was my friend, but, like, to the left of her was him. And I remember that day while um, it was time to clean up. And we were, like, arguing about whose turn it was to wipe the table and the boys had already wiped their side of the table and he comes and it like the table is clean and he still has a towel instead of going to put the towel back in the little bucket thing that they had he decides well he sees that we're arguing about whose you know table turn it is to wipe he throws the towel at one of my friends and it's a dirty towel it's pretty disgusting it didn't hit her face or anything but it was on her clothes and stuff and so my friend sitting next to me, to the right of me, who's actually my friend, he was like, dude, like throw it at them, like throw it back because we're, we're done. Like somebody actually had cleaned the table, but we were just arguing because we didn't know that someone had cleaned the table. It was one, it wasn't our friend who had cleaned the table. It was one of the other girls sitting there that had cleaned the table because it was their turn and we didn't know. So when the towel came flying to my friend, I was like, I was going to be the you know, I don't know, I was gonna be my extra self, and I was gonna throw it back at them, so I got up, I picked up the towel, and I threw it back at their table. Now, this is where things kind of get, um, a little bit weird, okay, so I threw it back at them, and all of them were staring at me, and that journalism boy staring at me, and I was like, damn, he knows who I am, like, you know, I was in his class, and so the boy sitting directly next next to me, like to the left of me, who was not my friend, he and he's in eighth grade. He starts arguing with me. Okay, he 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 stares at me like dead ass in the face, and I'm scared out of my mind. Like what the hell is he gonna say? And he's like, "Who do you think you are?" And I'm just like, I just I'm just looking at him like what. He's like, who do you think you are? Uh, who you? Who do you think you are? He goes, I'm in eighth grade and I'm taking high school classes. And he just starts bragging about like how how much better he is than me. And I'm just looking at his face like this has nothing to do with what with what just happened. And you're just like making up stories like this is what's going through my brain. Like I'm just like I didn't say a word at that point. And he was like, I take high school classes and. I'm upstairs and you're downstairs. Like the eighth graders' floor was like upstairs and the seventh grade would be downstairs. 
and so he's like bragging about you know and i was like bro like what are, you, what are you talking about i was like so many seventh graders taking high school classes too what's your point this has nothing to do like that's what i told him that at that point i was like bro so many seventh graders take high school classes and like i was row one so many people take it and you're sitting here like you know this is, has nothing to do with what just happened and i told him and then you know he decided to be quiet you know and we're sitting there and we were waiting to get dismissed like our i think one of the assistant principals would like hold the mic and dismiss the table by calling our table numbers and so our table was the last one especially because the boys were acting up so they dismissed us last that day i remember and so i was waiting and i'm looking at the teacher i'm not even looking at him but like my the teacher was in like she was in front of me like she was standing all the way at the end of the table which was on the left side so when i'm look while i was looking at the teacher he was in my view like i could see him but i wasn't focusing on him and so when he is he's like he's staring at me like he's staring at me and i'm not even looking at him i'm looking at the teacher waiting for her to tell us to get up and he's like staring at me and I'm st- he's staring at me and i'm just like okay like when is he gonna stop staring at me and i don't say anything and as soon as as the teacher says table six, I literally grab my lunchbox and walk off. And before I walk off, before as I'm grabbing my lunchbox, he's like, you're so arrogant. Who do you think you are? Like, I'm just like, what did I do wrong that like, he's just calling me out. I just threw a towel at you for the mistake that you guys made for throwing a towel at my friend. So I'm pretty sure you deserve, you deserve that. And so as I got up, you know, the first thing that went through my head was that what's what's the point of even having an argument with him? Like, what's what's the point? You know, what? Even if I were to start a fight, why? What would be the result? Me having self satisfaction that I'm, you know, I won the fight. Like, that's not even worth it. You know what I mean? And that would have never happened, especially because I'm a 7th grader and no one listens to 7th grader, seventh graders. And so, as I get up, I realize that none of my friends stood up for me. Although I stood up for my friend, no one stood up for me when I was there and he was, you know, screaming at me for no reason. And... As I get up, my friend walks, you know, me and her had the same class, so we walked together back to class, and she, I'm just, like, ranting to her, like, how, like, this guy is just being so freaking annoying, and I was, like, boiling inside, I was so mad, and she was, like, she was, she didn't say a word about it, she just listened to me, but she never said, Falza, it's okay, or Falza, I would have done something, or Falza, you know, this and that, like, she was just, like, yeah, yeah, whatever, you know? And that hurt. That hurt that no one cared. You know, especially my friends. After I stood up for one of them, no one came to help me out. Even to console me. And then I realized that, you know, I'm all alone. (laughs) I'm so alone. Oh my god, this is becoming like... Don't pity me, guys. I'm fine. (laughs) Like, don't pity me. I'm fine. So that was the first time that I I remember, I vividly remember how mad I was. 
and I felt like I was discriminated because of my hijab. He started calling me arrogant for no reason. Does that have to any me throwing a towel at them? I literally was trying to make them feel like they, how they made us feel. And on top of it, he started screaming at me. And I just felt so, so low. Like, I just felt like he made me feel inferior to him, which I never, I, I don't want to feel like that. And so, I guess maybe this is what this podcast is. It's me speaking up against him. It's me speaking up against everyone who has done people wrong. Especially hijabis. Like, they go through a lot. Like, I'm not even kidding. People go through a lot. Like, I hear my mom's stories and I'm just like, that happens. Like, that's... Like, are people even caring about the fact that we're human? That we have feelings and we have families that we go back to that we need to take care take care for? And it just amazes me. And it's just sad. It's genuinely very, very sad. And even if we start talking about the president, like, the fact that he is... He discriminates people against the color of their skin. You know, the fact that that's not a deal breaker for people, that that is not going to take him out of office, that's just ignorant. That's ignorant. And to think that people of color, when they walk out of their houses afraid, afraid that they might just lose their lives over you know, little things, like walking down the street. You know, this is kind of, there's just discrimination everywhere, and I feel that we, people shouldn't look at the color of your skin, or what you wear on your head, or the clothes that you wear, or your social status, or anything. The first thing that they should think of is the fact that you're human. Even if you've done drugs or you've been an addict or you are an addict or if you're homeless or you're, you need money, I feel like you don't know the other person's intentions, especially like when you're giving money to like people who are begging for it. Yeah, you might think that they are using it for like bad things, but you don't know their intentions. And part of being a human being is giving them that money that they need that you don't know what they're going to use for. But at least, you know, ask them. Like, they probably need food. Or, (laughs) it sounds like I'm really innocent. But, yeah, like, I feel like you should talk to people. Like, I went to Office Depot, and the lady there literally called the manager on me because I had to return something. She was like, I need to make sure this is a good, this is a right transaction. And I was like, I have a credit card. This is a credit card that I used to, that my dad used to buy the office chair. And I just don't want it anymore. So here, like I, that's, that's, and she just called the manager and he was like, yeah, yeah, it's okay. You know, he was so nice, but that lady was weird. Yeah. So I think this is the end of the podcast because I don't really know what else to talk about so just just treat people like they're human please because hijabis drink coffee too guys all right peace out